Hi, my name is Blaine Monahan, and I'm the president and CEO of Pacific Ridge Exploration. We trade on the Toronto Venture Exchange under the symbol PEX, Papa Echo X-Ray, and our goal is to become BC's leading copper gold exploration company. Blaine, good to see you. Uh, long time, July last year, as you believe. You've had your head down quietly getting on with things. Um, so what have you been up to since we last spoke? Yeah, well, my apologies for, for not being on sooner, but I, I exactly, we've been very, very busy. Uh, since we spoke in July of last year, uh, we completed a 7,000-meter drill program at Clayul, our flagship project. At Antifagasta funded an 1,800-meter drill program at RDP, which uh, is adjacent to Clayul, and we're the operator for that program. We raised $6 million in December based on some positive exploration results from Clayul and RDP. And that means that we'll be drilling another 7,000 meters at Clayul, uh, and also launching an inaugural program at Chuchi, 2,000 meters there. And Antifagasta will be funding another 1,800 meter program at RDP. So we'll be drilling three copper gold porphyry projects in BC, and it will be our busiest year ever. Right. And do you think the market's going to care? Because uh, you're 50% down on when we spoke last time, back in, in July. You've been raising money. You've had some warrant money come in. You've had, the, I think, the balance of the Fair Lake money come in. What, what, what do you think people are looking at you and thinking? I would certainly hope so, Matt. Um, I, I would say I've, I've been disappointed with these markets, but uh, you know, obviously I'm a glutton for punishment because I think we're about 12 years into a, to a bear market. But uh, I think we have created value. Uh, I, I think we, we continue to. And I think there's going to be... Uh, well, I think shareholders have a lot. Well, wait, tell, tell me about that. Tell me about that. It's, it's kind of gets to the point where it's kind of a bit cliche when CEO say that. So you think you have created value. Your share price says no. Your market cap says no. What are people missing? Yeah, I, I think right now people are missing the fact that, that we are fully funded. And that's the most difficult thing for most juniors in today's market is to access capital. So we have access that capital. That means that we've eliminated the funding risk for this year's program. Uh, and with three drill programs, I, I think we've achieved our goal of becoming BC's leading copper gold exploration company. And I think that's the most important thing that investors should be looking for right now is a company is fully funded. We're not going to be looking to come back to the markets. And we have three programs, meaning that there's a lot of potential catalysts around the corner with continued uh, good drill results from three projects. Right. Okay. So let's get into that. Fully funded is great. It gives you optionality of whether to you know, say, go after three three projects or hunker down. Your, your choice, but the option's yours. Not, not, you know, it's not out of your control. So that's good news. But do you think people have kind of just lost the will to live with regards to expiration stories? Um, at the moment, you know, historically a big destroyer of, of, of value. Why are your projects, why do your projects mean that you're the leading copper gold explorer in, in, in Canada? Why are they going to succeed where others have failed? Sure. Um, well, I think all you need to do is look at some of the intervals we returned from from two of our projects last year, like from Clayul and RDP. So we've returned uh, some of the better copper gold intervals worldwide last year from two of our projects and that's what enabled us to access that capital to go back and be even more aggressive example for example as far as widths and grades oh you know in excess of 300 meters of uh you know about a, a percent copper yeah so and, and a number of those and we continue to grow the footprint or size of 
the cryo mineralized body and drilling at RDP returned the, the best hole ever from that project and one of the best holes out of our BC last year for porphyry. So we look to continue to build upon that success. And when you just think about these sort of these intervals and these sort of projects, they're very much in demand, obviously, because of the electrification of society, but also because of the increased political, social, environmental risk in South America. We're seeing the seniors make those strategic investments, that the joint ventures, the acquisitions. And as a matter of fact, we just saw another one several weeks ago with HUD Bay making a move on Copper Mountain. So I'm very confident that we have the right projects in the right place at the right time and our shareholders are going to be rewarded. Okay, good grades, good intervals. But what's the what's the game plan here? There there is some M and A in the marketplace, and there is this huge thematic of, you know, the fact that we're not producing as much copper as we used to, and it's getting harder and more expensive to find. But what's your end game? Remind me of the business strategy because it's been a while since we spoke. Yeah, it's a pretty simple one. It's like most juniors, our goal is to make a, a big enough discovery that could result in M and A. And typically, the step for that is we're we're, we're we're moving down that track. We've outlined right now a pretty big mineralized body. Our goal is to continue to expand it this year. And if we keep having success, well, in the next year or two, we could start thinking about resource definition drilling. So for us, I mean, our goal is to get a resource out that would be a minimum of 250 million tons at Kaiul. I should hope it would be better, but that's the minimum target when we look at our grades and we look at similar deposits and mines in BC. Uh, that's what I think at a minimum would work. So don't don't look to see us publish a resource that would be smaller than that. And then obviously we'd look to move towards a PEA. But typically, uh, if you have outlined something big enough and the grades work and the seniors are confident that, that typically they'd be looking for a minimum of a resource and, and then possibly a PEA. But more than likely, you, you need to get at least to the PEA stage. Right. Okay. And and what where are you in terms of number of meters drilled so so far, McLeod? Yeah, right now, we when you look at, say, historic drilling, when we acquired it, it was 5,500 meters. We drilled uh, 1,500 meters in 2021. We drilled 7,000 meters last year, and we'll be drilling another 7,000 meters this year. So about about 20,000 meters at Clio. Right, okay. But, and what's the, can, how, many more, how many meters would you typically have to drill? Assuming grays stay roughly in, in line with what they are now. Uh, that you've announced to, to the public. How many more meters do you need to fund to get to a point where you get 250, um, 250 million tons? Well, I have a great case study, um, and, and it answers a lot of things, and that would be GT Gold with their Saddle North. So um, it, it answers a few things. I mean, one is that it resulted in M&A. You had Newmont acquired GT Gold for $450 million, and it's a similar style of mineralization. And basically, it, it took about uh, 40,000 meters of drilling in 31 holes and cost $17 million to outline 850 million tons. So it, it may not take a, as much drilling or as much meters if we have success if you're looking at a smaller target. But we, we could really, Matt, if we continue to have success with this year's program, you could be in a position where next year you're starting to think about doing resource definition. Right. Okay. Interesting. And t- tell me about the balance sheet at the moment. So you, you've obviously raised a, a bunch of money last year and some more money flowing through this year. So w- w- where, where are you with cash and and um, uh, and any other kind of assets that you may have on the balance sheet? Yeah, we have seven point five million currently. Six point six million of that is flow through. 
And to your earlier point, because it is flow through dollars, we have to spend all of that money this year. So we have allocated 6.6 .6 million for exploration this year, 4.6 million at Clayul for that 7,000 meter program, and 2 million for an approximate 2,000 meter program at Chuchi. And then of course, Antifagast is funding that program in RDP. So we don't have to put up any funds for that. And that leaves us with about 900,000 in hard dollars. And we have about a million dollars in warrants uh, priced at 23 cents that expire in the first week of June. So I'm hopeful we'll be able to get those exercised. Okay. And there it was? 23 cents. 23. Okay. I, actually, I just wrote a check today and left it on my CFO's desk for, for, for my warrants to be exercised. Okay, cool. And so, so that let's see, fully funded to the end of this year. It sounds like you need to do a little bit more drilling next year. Um, hopefully it's a more positive market um, in terms of sentiment sentiment wise um do you do you do you kind of do you kind of feel that um copper is reacting the way it would because I know gold doesn't gold price so you know it's high as it's been for you know over over a decade and equities don't really care coppers come off a little bit but there's all the right sort of headlines um out out there are you still kind of confident about the, the where, where this is going, where this trend is going? Exceedingly confident, absolutely. I mean, uh, you, you can't open the paper uh, without seeing some headline talking about the supply-demand gap and that it's putting the risk of the, the electrification uh, of, of society at risk because there, there isn't enough supply. Um, absolutely, I think. And that's what's resulting in such tremendous interest in BC because we, we do have some copper gold porphyry mines we just haven't seen as much exploration in the past decade. But, but again, because of that political risk in South America, we're seeing that renewed interest and, and a lot more interest from the seniors and a lot more exploration. And I'm sure that we're going to see uh, a few new discoveries and a few new mines come on stream over the next decade or so. And what, because, um, yeah, okay, we just talked about GT Gold, which was, was, was fascinating, but I'm, I've been looking at copper, well, since we last spoke of border copper mine in Chile myself. But I, I'm trying to try to understand the kind of the, the, the peer analysis data that I can use and what's relevant anymore. And maybe I need to look at life differently somewhat, somewhat because they, because companies seem to be tremendously undervalued on a, on a fundamentals basis. And it's money's quite expensive right now. You know, like I say, everyone's off. You're not unique in, 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 in being, being off from, from this time last year, but money's expensive. I get that you've kind of got the opportunity because you funded through for, for, for this year, but how do you, how should we as retail investors value companies today? You know, what's important to look at and what's not so important, do you think? I, I don't think fundamentally it's really changed. I mean, I think you just get more rewarded in a better market, but, but fundamentally, I mean, you, got, you have to have that solid management. They have to have the experience. You have to have quality projects. Um, I, I prefer to be in what people might consider a tier one jurisdiction. I, I, I like to avoid political risk, as, as I say to people time and time again, that mineral exploration and mining is very, very risky. There, there are so many factors and variables out of our control that the only thing I can really control is, is where we explore or conduct our business. And, and that's, you know, takes care of the political risk aspect. So um, I, I think, again, if you have a good team uh, with, with, good projects and they have the ability to access capital to advance them and they're in a good jurisdiction. I, I think those are the key things people should be looking for. Uh, but then again, I think you have to be looking at for commodities where there is is a real demand. 
Um, and, and there's a, a sound thesis for why that demand should continue. And I think that's absolutely in place for copper. And I think all those other things I mentioned are in place with Pacific Ridge. So uh, with having eliminated the fund, funding risk and, and having three great copper gold porphyry projects in the right jurisdiction, they're going to be drilled. I think that makes us uh, very compelling and, and a company to, to watch for sure. Yeah, I think for me, it's been interesting watching some of the management teams in, in difficult times. 2020, it was easy to be a genius. I think um, when it's a little bit more tricky environment, that's I think that's when you kind of really get a sense of the measure of the of the teams and uh, you know, how they go about ti- timing raises, how they go about um, allocating capital, um, for for sure. I mean, and, and on that front, I mean, how how are you? Do you feel the need to kind of build out the teams? Do you feel the need to? add some of that substance to the team um have you been looking at that we we've 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 slowly but steadily uh increased our bench strength like after um or shortly before we we last spoke last year we added a chief jealous paul jago who came from centera so so right now i feel we have a pretty solid team i shouldn't say pretty solid very solid and we and they're backed up by a very strong independent technical committee as a matter of fact that that technical committee will be meeting in person uh, in early May to review Clyule and look at the potential targets and, and what we should be targeting to make sure that we're allocating those 7,000 meters the best way possible, not only to continue to grow that mineralized body at Clyule main zone, but also testing some two, some new targets that have never been tested before. So uh, 7,000 meters, I'd love to be drilling more, but that's all we have the budget for. Uh, I think our team has done a great job. I have absolute confidence in them, but it, it's nice to know that you've got an independent body that's going to be reviewing their ideas and thoughts and adding to, and it gives me a lot of confidence that uh, it's going to be a well thought out plan that's going to maximize value from those meters. And do you own 100% of Clyol yet? Pardon me? Do you own 100% of Clyol yet? No, actually, and that's a, that's a really good point. So we optioned Clyul and Redton from Centera in 2020. Uh, we had the right to acquire a 75% interest by spending $7 million on exploration, giving them 3.5 million shares and 160,000 cash. So we've now uh, spent $7.6 million. So we're in a position where we could formalize a joint venture. But we have proposed to Centera that we acquire it outright for additional equity. Uh, I believe we are in agreement on that point. We, we are working on, on a draft agreement, and that will be very important for us because one of the things we've learned that obviously that our goal is to, to be taken out, to be acquired by a senior, whether a, cop- a copper senior or a gold mining senior, and that's one of the advantages of a copper gold porphyry. It can be attractive to either. So we talked to these companies and, and a lot of the feedback we've gotten is that you know, we're very interested in what you're doing, um, but, but your, core, your current joint venture structure is, is a hurdle for us. If we were to get involved at any level, we need to see the ability to get to a 100%. So this, this is very important for Pacific Ridge that, that we have reached an understanding. I am hopeful that we can complete the acquisition shortly. And, and that leads to another very important point too. When I talk about our plans this year is that yes, this year is going to be our busiest year ever, but I would love to do even more drilling at Clyul. I'd like to strike while the iron is hot. There, there, there's a lot more drilling we could do to expand that body. There's a lot more drilling we could do to ensure we have success testing some of these other targets. So if we are able to acquire 
Clyule and Redton outright in, in the near future, I will be approaching all those various corporates that we've already spoken to to see if we could secure a strategic investment. Uh, and if we could do that, I mean, I think that would be a strong vote of confidence in the company. It would also give us additional resources to conduct even more drilling at Clio, which I think would be very beneficial. Okay. Okay. Um, well, like, I guess it's um, drill, 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 and we will see you soon. Wait, wait, you're going to be releasing information, like when, when, when should we next expect to hear from you? Yeah, we'll be mobilizing into Clayol in June. We Drilling should be underway at Clayol end of June, beginning of July. And and Clayol is a joint base, so we support RDP from Clayol also. I would expect drilling to start at RDP sometime in July. And at Chuchi, we'll be getting in there with an, an IP survey first sometime in July, with drilling to start sometime in August. So uh, within the next month, you'll see news about our, our, our plans, what we plan to test at all of these targets, mobilizing into the project areas, drilling starting at the various projects, and probably results starting up sometime in the fall and carrying on well into the new year from, from all three projects. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be ramping up here very quickly.